You are listening to the Super Freak Media Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please be sure to show your support and follow us on our other social media platforms. Check out the links listed in the description of this episode to find out more. Thank you. I mean, he does physically piss on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so, I mean, I, yeah. I was and out. without consent. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Bear Queer Podcast, a podcast where two homos called Liam solve some mysteries, find some gay shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do, essentially. And this week, <laughs> we do it with friends. Yay! We do. We've got our own Scooby gang on this episode. Sorry. We are joined by the wonderful Kyle and Daisy from the Bitchcraft and Faggotry Podcast. Hey, how are you guys? How are you doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> we don't... We... <laughs> Nice one, Kyle. <laughs> Come on, guys. This should be the easy bit. Just like genuine, <laughs> genuine like ability illiterate. to even have a conversation. Illiterate. Yep. Yeah. No. No. That's it. We're done. So that's their involvement done on the podcast. Yeah. They're yeah. Leave now. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Thank you guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Cheers. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both so much for coming on. Yes, of course. I love the name of your podcast so much. I think it's, I, I just love saying it. And I love telling people that you're being gone because people are like, what did you just call me? <laughs> anyone we've got in our lives that's queer is like yeah this is brilliant like thank you so much for doing it but our straight friends almost piss themselves every single time they hear it <laughs> just sort of gently tiptoe around the name like oh the 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 uh, the, 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 the b <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pod, the pod, yeah. yeah. i mean to be fair both of our podcasts contain a slur in there so we're we're doing well yeah Gay rights. We just we just need like Batty Boyarus next. Everyone at home, write in with your offensive podcast names. Please, we'll do a poll on Instagram. The winner gets nothing. I don't know. The winner gets hate crimes. Reported to the police. Tell you what, I will sign this water bottle. I'm holding up an empty, basically empty water bottle. I will sign it. And you can have that. And it's got my DNA on it. You're welcome. Amazing. Well, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did that cover it? <laughs> anyway, bye guys. Liam, I think this was a mistake. <laughs> so, this episode, uh, we are discussing all things Scooby and all things do. Scooby-Dooby-Doo! We've been looking at the two live-action films starring the goddess herself, Sarah Michelle Gellar, amongst others. So... Before we do that, I thought if you two just let us know a little bit more about your podcast and what horror means to you. Yeah, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure Three, at all. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I, I, I guess sort of what we were talking about before we came on was like our sort of styles between the two of us because you guys are quite well structured from what I gather from the <laughs> podcast. It's we, an illusion. <laughs> from what I gather from the editing, you're very well structured. <laughs> and we are just 
in just like bottle chaos that sort of spilled on the floor. There's yeah, no real literally way to... in the last episode. <laughs> me, yeah, me when I drop that bottle of lemonade all over my desk, that's in the podcast. <laughs> that was our podcast. And um, I left it for my mum to clean up because I was too dr- I was so drunk. I was so drunk. I like just left it and then woke up and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get out. Yeah. Of here. <laughs> Bye. Um, essentially, we are the the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast, which uh, we use for political reasons because giving power to words for people to use yeah. against you, frankly. And yeah, we just we we essentially just invite our friends on, talk some oh, shit, shit, and <laughs> get very <laughs> drunk, get very extremely drunk. Yeah. drunk. <laughs> and just and just every so often we also have serious chats about issues and that's us pretty much it's a very chill very chilled out atmosphere we don't like to put too much uniformity onto it i suppose in terms of this how it's how it goes and yeah we just have a good time we have a good time and talk about ourselves (laughs) <laughs> I, I personally As love it I think it's I think it's great I think uh, you, t- you you guys just make me laugh because yeah, yeah. it is literally just like listening to two friends just having a whale of a time with, with alcohol and queer issues so <laughs> I, do, I mean what's yeah. not to love I have to listen to you at home because if I do listen to you out in public uh, people do think I'm a crazy person just walking around just being like <laughs> I do that anyway ma'am this is a Wendy's I just want to <laughs> Can I just please get a waffle? Can I please get a waffle? Just like slamming Carl's So I suppose where, where did where did the podcast start for like you guys? Because I, I know obviously it's fairly recent that it's it's launched. I suppose in the grand scheme of things, did mm-hmm. you always want to do it, or how did it come about? Yeah, so. We, we used to live together, for anyone who doesn't know, and um, we've kind of always talked about doing something together. Um, but it is quite difficult to, because we also study together. Yeah. So like we were studying together and then we were living together and then to do something together as well, it's just a bit like too much. It's too much. Excuse me, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. And also because we were then working and studying and then sort of trying to like do other things it's difficult to kind of have the time to do yeah. something so we've always spoken about doing it and we did kind of decide that podcast would be quite fun i think kyle actually kind of came up with the name and we would you know had a few ideas but that was the one that sort of settled um and it has been we want to say as well like it has been used before as we've said before in other queer media but that was just the one that stuck in terms of like a podcast name yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was in Morrison's <laughs> in December <laughs> and um, we'd just come back from living together, like we'd just moved out. And then, yeah, we were talking about doing it l- much later on. And then we kind of just decided, actually, do you know what? Let's just do it, like, yep. and see what happens. And it was always going to be, we did it in the new year because it was like new year, new start, new podcast kind of thing. Yeah. And also gave us like a good kind of, month or so to prepare so yeah it's been maybe a few years in the making but properly it took about a month and we were like right that'll do <laughs> we're doing it now that's right yeah done now when in morrison's when in morrison's yeah. honestly i was by the biscuits and i was like you know what time for a change <laughs> you know what could be better than these foxes chocolate crunches a podcast wow the epiphanies you have just sound incredible honestly <laughs> chocolate crunch like Oreo or podcast. I was at York at the weekend and we were having a discussion about like, what's the supreme biscuit? And I said, oh. 
it would be a chocolate covered malted milk because I think they are just the best biscuit that's ever. I really want to get sponsored. So McVitie's or Foxes, if you're listening. <laughs> I want Premier in. This is something else. Like, what I'm is with joking. that? What? I don't. I just, I cannot. No, but you like, don't understand. We'll, we'll come like, back to the bit. <laughs> the upcoming episodes we have is just because we, we've had to film in bulk because Daisy's traveling. And yep. she is now going to mention that every episode for the next six months. <laughs> well, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get an endorsement by Kelly Rowland at the moment. Right. So I'm. <laughs> I just want it. So I used to wow. have a thing on my bucket list where I wanted to steal an iron from a Premier Inn. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. I couldn't tell you and then we had a conversation about it and then I made a fake advert with me in it as Lenny Henry and then wow. that's it <laughs> this that's, that's the end of it. Um, that's it really and now the and ball now- is in their court <laughs> Go to so. the lab, what you will. Back to biscuit. <laughs> Amazing. So you're traveling yeah. at the moment. So like you're literally joining us from Korea at the moment. What what time is it where you are right now? It is 4 a.m. <laughs> Shit <Yeah>. on me. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> she would if she could. <laughs> but yeah, no, I- thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> I know you said that you're out there, obviously, to learn a bit more about the culture and the language and all things like that. Can you... I'm trying to think if there's, like, a famous horror phrase that you could say in Korean. I'm just going to put you on the spot. What would be... What's your favourite scary movie in Korean? What's your favourite scary movie? Uh, my favourite scary movie in Korean? Um... As in, like, how to say it in Korean? Yeah, so, like, or if like, you were a Korean ghost face. Korean ghost face. As in, how to say, what is your favourite I was going to say, surely the title movie. will be the same in Korea. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, I mean, I, to be honest with you, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't really watch a lot of... Daisy, you're there. <laughs> what? It's too late. You can't learn anymore now. Yeah, no, that's right. it. I know, no. I know it's 4am but pop your head out the window and shout into the street. <laughs> favourite horror movie in Korea. Well, I, d- I don't really watch, um, like, Korean horror movies. Like, I'm more, like, watch Korean, like, dramas and stuff. I Why can imagine the drama is there. Because, okay, how do you say so, the line in Korean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry. Thanks for um, translating. Um, Thanks for translating the English sorry. that I'm trying to get Jesus Korean from. Right. Yeah. It's fire! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would be uh, uh, let me think Kaja Duahanen Surilla no horror because Surilla is thriller horror young young wa moyo sweet <laughs> really I feel I feel because my brain is in English <laughs> let me ask Korean you listeners was it worth it <laughs> you was know it what? worth all of that it was <laughs> It was it was a slug. This is gonna be a long slog this life for me. I <laughs> but we got that. I could have said anything. <laughs> to be fair, you probably ghost, dead. If Ghostface was doing that, but I should have said that. Amazing. Yeah, literally that was what I was expecting. You just did was arrows. Wow. So Daisy, you were saying you don't really do you not just watch horror in general? But were you getting onto that? Oh, not- this is awkward. 
no, I do. I do. Hey, <laughs> hey, no, I do. I was saying I don't watch because I got confused with the question because I want to say it's four a.m. Yeah. Um, so my brain's not quite here. <laughs> um, I don't watch like Korean horror movies. At least I haven't really yet. Mm. Um, I more watch like Korean dramas because I've watched them to kind of help me with like language learning yeah, yeah um i do watch horror movies um but the ones that i watch tend to have been with kyle <laughs> and nice. we both like different movies because kyle likes like gore kyle likes sort of horror horror i like ghosts mm, kyle doesn't yeah. like ghosts and i don't ghosts. like so we like the, the opposite horror movies so the only one we've agreed on is sc- all of the scary movie films oh. and the slender man <laughs> <Yeah>. movie <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow okay <laughs> Yeah. Can't wait for this shit. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think Korea has some really decent horror films. You should definitely check Train, while you're there. Train to Busan is yes. Nah, just yeah. I, I, I need to. I need to watch Train to Busan because I. I just haven't. But I, Gong Yu is in it. Lead character is he the hot one? He's the hot one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There I, was, only, um, I only know people if they're hot now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> There was um there was a great film that um we caught at Mayhem last year, which is a film festival that's held in Nottingham here in uh, England, uh, called Night Shift. So if you do mm. find it somewhere in Korea, I definitely mm. recommend checking it out because it's very oh. much more of the spooky variety as opposed to Ooh, blood and gore. So I love ghosts. You might enjoy that. Um, but oh, well, to, speaking it. of spooky, shall we shall we get on to the topic at hand? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. we, we might we might as well. Might as well, yeah. <laughs> while, while we're here, we've been looking at, as we said earlier, the two live action Scooby Doo films, which I think, and I'll go on record to say this, and you can etch this on my tombstone. I think these films are two of the most perfectly cast films ever existed. We've got yes. Sarah Michelle Gellar being just the perfect Daphne and then Freddie Prince Jr. who yeah. I never found Fred hot until these films yeah. and yeah. he oh my god I'm not going to mention anyone else I'm just going to get right this is <laughs> now a Freddie Prince Jr. podcast Freddie! god damn this happens every podcast episode but but no I completely agree it is cast so so well um, I mean personally my favourite and we'll get on to it is is Obviously, I love Daphne, but Velma, Velma. Linda, Linda Cardellini as, as mm-hmm. Velma is just chef's kiss. She is beautiful. Yeah. She is everything I need in Velma. And or I mean, me and Kyle call her um, the woman from Legally Blonde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lady with when the perm. When we forgot her name. <laughs> the lady with the perm. And of course, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. Oh. Has Love m- of my life. Yeah, has no right being that incredible. Like, no. Like, he knocked it out of the park with that. So, before we get into the actual meat of it all, I thought it'd be nice if we do what we usually do and we all discuss how we first came about watching mm-hmm. these. So, with myself, um, it was it was just simple that I was the target audience at the time. I was a kid <laughs> who was already into Scooby-Doo and into Hot Men. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I remember going to see both of these in the cinema. Mm-hmm. and begging my mum if I could go and see the first one again and again. Mainly because I remember the cinema was silent and everyone was watching it. As soon as Rowan Atkinson came on, I was like, there's Mr. Bean! <laughs> Mr. Bean! Mr. Bean! <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so you were aware of Scooby-Doo, obviously, the animated series yeah. and stuff before you well, saw yeah, the live because, action? 
because there was the live action and then around the same time what's new scooby-doo came out that had yes. the best theme tune So good. Yeah. <laughs> Love a good theme tune. Love oh. a good theme tune. Imagine if that came on at the club. Oh like, my days. Like- have, you not seen, have you not seen concerts the band's done and they start playing that song and the entire crowd just loses their mind? Yes. I, would, I would absolutely go apeshit, 100%. <laughs> not to steal a phrase from Drag Race, but I would be swiffering the floor with my taint. <laughs> <laughs> Popping your pussy. Pop <laughs> wow. Like sliding down into a split. Popping my pussy. <laughs> like Laganja motherfucking Astranja. Oh, come What's your Scooby Doo? <laughs> so, oh, that should be a lip sync song, 100%. Can you imagine? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. I think the lips, uh, lip sync to things that go bump in the night is well overdue. <gasps> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, me and Daisy I, literally just went right. Let's, let's just take I a minute. A place to talk. I have two things I want to talk about today. Mm-hmm. That f-ing song, mm-hmm. that Scrappy Do. <laughs> That's all I'm here to do. <laughs> okay, so how about you folks? How uh, you lovely folks? We'll start off with you, Kyle. How did you get into Scoob and Ado? I I think I was about the oh Jesus Christ. I think I was about the same. Sorry, I just hit my mic. I think I was about the same. It was just, I, I owned maybe like 10 different sets of the Scooby-Doo action figures as kids. Nice. So I just sort of owned them 10 times over. I had a mystery machine. I had it all. Like, I was just here for Scooby-Doo. So a live action movie that, sh- like, just springboarded my bisexuality um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is something that I'm absolutely here for. Absolutely. I, I identify with that. What about you, Daisy? Well, obviously, I am a massive Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yes. said this before to you guys. I love Buffy. <laughs> I, Same. I have the whole box set that I got at CEX for like 30 quid. And I, my mom told me it was a waste of money. And uh, I told her no. Uh, yeah, I've never met your mum. She, but... she has since taken that back. So Emily, if you're listening, Emily, if you're God listening. bless you, but incorrect. Um, and then sort of, I can't remember if it was before or after, but I do remember watching the Scooby-Doo movies like on TV or something. Yeah. Um, obviously having watched What's New Scooby-Doo, all of the older ones as well, because my parents, like especially my mum, brought me up on like old school comedy so when i saw the first scooby-doo live action film instead of going that's mr bean i said that's blackadder <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that was do you know what i mean that yeah, was yeah, my yeah. reaction so i see him as blackadder as opposed to you know not to be like i'm not one of those girls but <laughs> you know, not one of those girls um so yeah so i saw daphne and i was like buffy yes. um and then obviously i just kind of fell in love with uh, the rest of the characters now i watch mm-hmm. them religiously it's like shrek i will bring up shrek many times yeah. in this podcast. <laughs> the same thing it's, it's happened like folks she's bought up shrek <laughs> shrek 2 and scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed are my my, my go-to childhood films so yeah. yeah that's probably how that came about. well i before we get into the meat of it all i just needed to give a shout out to the wig department of these two films <laughs> because that that ginger wig that smg wears is out of this world i am obsessed like i i want to own it 
it's it's not just that it's like wig and wardrobe in these films yes add, mm-hmm. add to it and i think it takes it from being like it could have been just a straight up oh they wear the same clothes constantly but they were like yep. no some gay guy was just like this is how you do it we need variety we need variety we need spice and flavor yeah. <laughs> i think that's it the, the transition from because i i was aware of scooby-doo because i used to watch the old old school scooby-doos on boomerang when that used to be a channel here in the uk mm. and i can remember like saturdays i'd sit and religiously watch scooby-doo growing up um but for how well they translated those cartoons on uh-huh. into a live action film and i mean we definitely do need to take a moment for the fashion in this film oh. it's fashion meets smg in uh, monsters unleashed wearing a t-shirt of herself oh. it's just, <laughs> just icon. aspirational icon, baby. And, uh, the second film that cat suit that belma wears push your mommy Oh, oh my god like, we're gonna, we're gonna need was, a whole 10 minutes okay. <laughs> my, like, wet floor I'm, sign out <laughs> I'm pretty firmly in one bit of the Kinsey scale but when I first saw that it was like it was yeah it was all over the place I was like it's like Am I? It's like Velma being like who's your mommy and I'm like me it's me oh my gosh I mean, but I mean we spoke obviously about where these the casting and where these people came from so obviously we we love buffy we love mm. blackadder mr bean we love um scream scream and then obviously like you said legally blonde with 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 yes. velma um freddie prince jr i suppose we've got i know what you did last summer, uh, um, summer. And, <laughs> and she's all that she's all that mm. um so i mean i think it was spot on because I think they definitely knew what they were doing uniting yeah. these people mm-hmm. in this film and, and I can't actually yeah. imagine anyone else playing them to be to no, be honest no. in my head oh, insight so I was going to say I have insight so I was Ooh. actually reading the production Wikipedia article oh. of the first film she's done her research <laughs> she is that my- girl <laughs> Um, so Mike Myers of Shrek fame and Cat in the Hat nicely done I'm not I'm just saying I'm being honest circling back (laughs) circling back to Shrek that's why I really came on here to talk about you've seen Scooby-Doo but have you seen Shrek here's the thing let's watch all Shrek 4 films now Um, no so Mike Myers started writing the actual script um, in 1994 Oh, for the, well, the live-action Yeah, Scooby-Day. and he was considered to be Shaggy, as well as Jim Carrey. That, that, just sent a sh- that just sent a shiver down my spine. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not here for that at all. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I love Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, I could. He'd be I too mean, much. Be, He'd be too Jim much. Jim Carrey's a mm. bit too much. I, I love, like, I, I love yeah. that man to death. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's brilliant. But I think that um, Matthew just has this, like, I don't know. He can very easily switch between mm-hmm. being like a very goofy physical comedian yeah. and then yeah. also being quite serious, which I think that Jim Carrey can do, but I think yeah. for me, not as easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, Matthew Lillard manages to do crazy, but with restraint. And yeah. it's it's um, it's incredible to just watch him yeah. do, do his mean, thing. Recently, obviously, rewatching them for for this podcast, I was blown away by the fact that obviously these films are like getting on for well, the first one's twenty years old now. So I know I, I literally threw up thinking about it as well. Um, but happy birthday, happy birthday, <laughs> party! He must have because it, it was at a time where obviously 
visual effects and stuff was nowhere near as advanced as it is right now so he would have very much been i know i've seen in the behind the scenes it's like a guy in a green suit or it's like a tennis <laughs> ball and, and it's like it's crazy that so he does funny. what he does it's, yeah. it's mental i thought yeah. because i mentioned green suit you were going to say shrek again i watched that same i think I'm, i know which behind the scenes you're talking about and it's so yep. funny the way that his like because they do it for the airport scene in the yes, first movie with the dress that, like, yeah yeah one thing i think they managed to capture with these films as well is obviously like scooby-doo always had like the spooky element which always got mm-hmm. me as a kid these films perfectly captured the spirit of that old tv show the 60s yes. tv show mm-hmm. but then yeah. like the way that this film felt nostalgic watching it at the time but they captured that Mm -hmm. spookiness perfectly i mean obviously they go to spooky island i mean to me it managed to capture everything i loved about like gateway horror as a child yes yeah absolutely things i mean obviously we're a horror podcast and i know when we asked you guys like what you'd be interested in maybe speaking about on the episode scooby-doo was like a thing that came up and we were all like yeah hell yeah we're gonna do Mm. this but i definitely think it's it's it it's up there with like gateway horror the first film i do think has its moments and i think yeah. we'll get maybe get into that then as well because there's a lot of behind the scenes drama isn't there on this first film and what happened and what should have happened and what didn't happen and all of this sort of stuff so i do think it was it was originally intended wasn't it to be i think for older yeah uh, teens slash young adults as opposed to it being like a kiddies film i think the way they got away with Mary Jane in this film. Yes. <laughs> I mean, as a child, completely over my head. Yeah. The, the yeah. smoke coming out of the mystery machine, completely yes. over my head. It's just, okay. yeah. Uh, it's it's fun to a, revisit. There's a line as well later on where Fred talks about his beer being spiked or something like that. When yeah, he's, his uh, drink the, being spiked. The head in the portal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is the thing. I think, I think the original script obviously contained a lot more adult jokes and i think um it was meant to be scarier than like yeah as well wasn't it i know that the i think the monsters as well were kind of more of a late addition to it weren't they because i think the lunar ghost was obviously more prominent in a lot of the stuff hence obviously Mm -hmm. the marketing of it but um i mean well to give an overview of the first film um essentially it starts doesn't it with the scooby gang disbanding them all going their separate ways and then they're all invited back by mondavarius i think i pronounced that right (laughs) um to come by rowan atkinson by rowan yeah yeah, they're invited back by blackadder um to go to spooky (laughs) island and then i think what was interesting about the films was in the cartoons we'd always been greeted with the idea that these monsters were people in costumes and they weren't real and then in the in both films they kind of took the trope but made the monsters real in different ways but that was the twist on it and yeah it it was scary and i think revisiting it as an adult there's so much in there that you miss as a kid and so much that you're just like how did they get away with it I, I've got to give a shout out to drag icon, dragon <laughs> legend, Scooby Doo. Oh my god. Scooba Doobert? That airport scene and the plane scene are two of my favourite scenes in that film purely because it's like dog misses Doubtfire. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I am. Rello, <laughs> I am completely obsessed with that and I really love where Mary Jane's been possessed by that oh demon. Oh my god, on and the quad bike. I, I thought that was really creepy as a kid. I watch it back now and I'm like, oh, that looks a bit... That's, that's no, it's still terrifying, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah um but yeah shout out to drag icon drag skinny legend um <laughs> the, the OG. Second film as well when he yeah. they when in the second film where um shaggy and scooby you know plot twist uh spoiler <laughs> uh whatever <laughs> they wanna they wanna like become better detectives i'm sorry Daph, but your go-go boots didn't fit me <laughs> Scooby, those so don't go with that sweater. Really? So he pulls them <laughs> off, much to Daphne's dismay, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, it's never said on any official record, but Scooby did actually throw the first brick at Stonewall. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you actually look back in the in the far right of the pictures, it's just it was halted at production, though. <laughs> and people died. <laughs> people were killed, mostly by Scooby. <laughs> mauled, mauled people. I, I suppose, obviously, the reason why. Scooby-Doo in general maybe appeals to a queer audience so much I do think is very much in the character of Velma and obviously the original series started way back towards the tail end of the 60s the original cartoon growing up ourselves as queer people we were aware that we have these coded characters um, Mm -hmm. and we have like these characters that were never explicitly queer but we could identify and read things into it and I know that James Gunn has since obviously come out and said he did make Velma explicitly queer in the first film and Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers chose to water it down. And I think even in some of the initial like test screenings, there was a lot, lot more. And I mean, have you guys seen any of the deleted scenes from the first film? uh, I I saw actually, I was going to say, because I did some, again, did some notes, you know. Um, (laughs) She's a detective, folks. I know. What can I say? Um, I was reading the originals and obviously um, there was originally, so uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar said that there was originally a scene where, do you know the the sort of body swapping bit? Yeah. They all swap Mm -hmm. bodies. But originally... Daphne and Velma kissed because they yep. couldn't figure out um, a way to get their souls back together, so they kissed. And then apparently, also Shaggy said that Shaggy, <laughs> Shaggy, <laughs> sorry, Matthew. <laughs> no, Shaggy he is Shaggy God. now. Yeah, Such brilliant Shaggy. performances. Yeah. So the guy from Scream. So uh, Matthew in like a, on Reddit and then asked me anything. Said that um, Fred was originally meant to be gay, and so um, Freddie Prince Jr. like portrayed him to be gay basically or like yeah. i think in the deleted scenes maybe portrayed him to be gay um, yeah so i definitely think that there, even though those scenes weren't released i do still think that there was that unlining thing and also you know when they're in the car and they're talking about in the first film and they're talking about like velma's talking about the better memories shaggy and scooby <laughs> what goofballs kind of like they are today mm. and daphne so beautiful she was the coolest girl at Coolsville High. And I was like, <laughs> gay! <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's a shame, really, because I think it would have been interesting to see. I mean, there, there, there are literally, I think there was two scenes that I came across where we've got Velma in a bikini in an all-girls locker room just mm-hmm. getting her swerve on, and she kind of has a moment with Daphne. I know, obviously, I, I read about the, the kiss in the body swap scene, but the one that st- stood out to me the most was... The one where she's drunk. Yeah, so there's yes. like an extended cut of the of the scene where um, the creepy guy's playing the piano in the bar, and she decides to straddle said piano and start singing, but it's done so well because it's so ambiguous because both Fred and Daphne enter the room and come down like separate staircases. I mean, the drama of it all is just everything. <laughs> but she starts singing... Uh, I love you, baby. You 
You're just too good to be true Can't take my eyes off of you You'd be like heaven to touch Oh God, I want to hold you so much which is, I mean, she's got a great set of lungs on her, hasn't she? The gay in you, Street Touch. She's got a great pair of lungs. lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realise, oh my God. <laughs> but no, that, that that's the scene that's always like, that sticks out to me too. I get why it didn't happen. Like, not not to be like, I would not want to, but I, I yeah. understand why it didn't happen because, you know, homophobic Hollywood. I, I'm That's just true. thinking of the alternate universe of where that was allowed to be kept in and how yeah. much that would have meant to a lot of young, not even just young, it would have been like older people who watched the original show would have seen that and just felt some comfort. So a big f you also, to whoever made that decision. Yeah. There's also another thing where it's like, it's it comes becomes that argument of do you want to have like a gay relationship just because it's a gay relationship because then that yeah. goes like is this doing it for the plot line mm. so that you, you or, or is it an actual yeah. like genuine loving well portrayed relationship or, or fling or whatever you want to call it do you know what i mean i feel like, like you, if can, you, suddenly, you know what i mean you can you can comfortably read that film as her still mm -hmm. being like uh, like yeah, i said yeah. she's a queer coded mm -hmm. character and you can very much mm -hmm. read it as that and i like that it's ambiguous and obviously she has kind of her love interest in that film if you want to say he's played by someone called charlie cousins but then i think his his official title on the credits is velma's friend uh, he's constantly seen making these kind of advances towards velma and i love the fact that at the end she completely she she actually physically punches him away <laughs> <laughs> she's like no i do Bye. not want you good for her so i suppose I, I was a little bit let down by the fact that i suppose then in the sequel it, she then got this romance but at the same time i do love seth green so yeah, it was it I, was catch i would not be able to resist seth green at all. <laughs> you love seth green don't you oh my god yeah. <laughs> so i'm in my buffy rewatch at the moment it, he's about to leave because veruca, veruca. and i find it so hard to hate him but i get to see his tight little buddy and stuff and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> to me anyway place. <laughs> <laughs> liam just goes offline yeah. <laughs> just like, <"Bye."> That's it. <laughs> i love the film i think it's campers balls i think there's there's so many moments i mean yeah like we've said the, the fashion i think uh, the voodoo priest actually made me absolutely howl the the last time i watched it when he turns around to daphne and he's like purple is a ball color it's the middle of me <laughs> what who are you <laughs> Um, who are you and why are you bright? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And also, who wouldn't want to go to Spooky Island? Like, I am gutted oh my that God. place doesn't Do you exist. Have, there. You, have, you see, have you seen that in Australia you can go on the rides? Yes. I'd, 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 uh, I lose my shit. Somebody. How much Shall we go to Australia? To Australia? <laughs> yeah, you're co you're closer to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just go on the yeah, way just, back. You'll be fine. I just leave. <laughs> But we also haven't <laughs> spoken about the little shit that is Scrappy-Doo. Mm. Um, oh, right. The fact Triggered. What, what they... Okay. Daisy, tie your hair back and get lubricate. <laughs> Read that bitch. <laughs> but um, what I will say is, I, as, a, as a kid, I never liked Scrappy-Doo as no. well. 
but what they managed to do in this film by making him the little shit that he is <laughs> being like the main villain spoilers but what you should have watched the film that's on me. i mean um, it is 20 years old now yeah <laughs> get a grip i thought i remember watching that as a kid and being like my mind was blown i couldn't believe it i thought that was like the best <laughs> twist in cinema history like as a young kid i was like Bruce Willis dies and Sixth Sense, yeah. Scooby Doo. Like, <laughs> no, it's all about Scooby Doo. Couldn't believe it. Daisy, I know you have thoughts, so go on, read that. Bitch. I just have. Like, it's actually not just me, it's my whole family. I'm not even oh, joking. Oh my God. It's a generational thing. <laughs> it's this is intense. Me and my mum. In every right, generation, right. there is a chosen one. Chosen one. She alone must she stand alone against Scrappy Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does physically piss on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I mean, I, yeah. I was and out without consent. <laughs> no water. Who the f- does that? <laughs> Who the f- sees Buffy the Vampire Slayer and goes, "I'm going to piss on you without consent"? Like, maybe without I'm pissing consent. on your face. Without consent. I'm a shit on these walls, Ray. I'm a shit on these walls, Ray. I'm a fart in your mouth, mouth Ray. <laughs> It's just, it's just oh. like, oh, he's so like, it's just why, why? It's like every, t- <laughs> every time I watch anything with him in, I'm like, why have you not punched him in the face? Like, I feel like I'm not a violent person, but it, well, I but feel you like I'm not that much a small of a violent dog. person. Okay, great. <laughs> Whenever I channel anger, I do think of Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Oh my god! So angry. It's like, why would you make such a horrible, annoying character? Like, you've got all these characters, and they're all very like three dimensional. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you, you've got just pros and cons of each character, and then you've just got this like rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just like go away. Like no even, one likes you. Even Yokel do didn't inspire this much hate of me, and I didn't it's... like Yokel do. <laughs> I just like. I feel like I just know he's the type of person that commits fraud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Scrappy Doo is one of those people on Grinder who's like, no fats, no femmes. Yes. <laughs> or like, he, he's an incel. He gives you yeah. lists of things that he doesn't yeah. want in a woman. If, yeah. if, if you're over 30, don't tap. <laughs> yeah. It's I like if you're that. under 100 pounds, like swipe left. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Daisy really went through the Scooby Doo family and she was like, good morning, good morning. Not you, you can choke. <laughs> good morning to everybody except Scrappy Doo. <laughs> you know what you did. Scrappy Doo's my enemy and I will. I, I will publicly declare that on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, folks. It's an exclusive. Exclusive. But f- so, that bitch. The, the, the two things you wanted to talk about, Scrappy-Doo and the song. So we've got all stars bumping the night. Here. Did anybody watch the All-Stars TV show? Yes! They had, they had a TV show? It, they had a TV yes! show on CITV. Also, and it was Sandy, Darren from Hollyoaks. Oh. So you know um, Sandy, the blonde one, the new one that comes in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Comes to the place in the beginning, doesn't orgasm in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> um, good morning um, so she is dom from dick and dom's wife oh my gosh it's, it, oh it's so incestuous <laughs> isn't it our whole childhood is just, just everyone knows everyone's each other, each other. <laughs> i mean I just... I've, I've always wanted to jump on that dumb train to be fair 
I fancy no. dick. No. But you, sure. you like dick and I like dumbs. Like, yeah. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> no, I love the song. Are we swapping song... podcast partners? Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a podcast where wow. we just talk about hatred of Scrappy Doo and how much you want to f- Dom from Dick and Dom. <laughs> Be fair, I want to. I want to shake most of my childhood. Um, uh, what? You <laughs> but... consider therapy instead. Yeah, that might be a good time for your therapist. Uh... <laughs> anyway, Jesus anyway, bump in the night is the night. a music video. Yeah, it is. What winds me up is people say that Thriller is the Halloween song. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, it's to not me, Halloween until Bump in the Night is playing yeah. as yes. loudly as possible. I, <laughs> I, we had a Halloween party last year in a barn, and I was curator of the Halloween playlist, and I put it in there every night. Every other every, song? Every, every, five so- every five songs it would come on. And there was me, like, off my tits, dressed as Juno Birch. Yes, that's happening. Just like, like... <laughs> You and better it, run. I went to see them. There was this concert that used to be called Live in the City in Stoke-on-Trent, sponsored by Iambro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And I went to I that, and um, All Stars were were there along with Atomic Kitten and Liberty oh X. Oh my and God. I was there. So when Liberty X came on, I was doing like, you know, the like little stick dance, like work Sexy. it. Sexy. Yes! <laughs> Eight, Eight year old me was like, Popping, and I was like, I was like itching for all stars to come on. And when they did bump in the night, oh my god, you couldn't tell me nothing. Oh my you god, couldn't tell me anything. Here's the sad thing is that like people do like mo. I mean, like we obviously do, but like some people don't know that song. And I remember once we were at CC Blooms in Edinburgh, right, which is like a, a amazing gay club. And me, you were there as well, Carl, and I actually did consider not being a friend anymore because it came on, oh. and I was like, woo, and you were like. I did notice I like, that Kyle has been very silent in this mm-hmm. section of the podcast. So, <laughs> like, so Kyle. <laughs> I would not Bend like yourself. to comment. Um, <laughs> no, um, probably. <laughs> probably. <Kyle. laughs> I would rather die than talk about this. <laughs> probably because if I were at CC Blooms, it's probably because I was shit face at my. <laughs> and couldn't so hear the music. <laughs> Excuses. I remember I was I'm singing along. So, um, I was just like singing along. I was completely. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that song. Just to be fair, if you, if you hear somebody saying "bump in the night" in a gay club, it usually means something very different, and it's usually done in the <laughs> yeah. bathroom. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I have I have a funny story about "bump in the night" because I oh. actually knew this song before I actually watched the film, and mm-hmm. it was Same. because I was part of a fashion show in primary school. <laughs> And oh. I learned how to box step to oh, no. in the night in no. pajamas because I was in the nightwear section. Of course, at Primark. What? No, at primary school, not Primark. Shit, Primark. Box stepping in Primark. That I mean, that's the what I do now. This episode, box stepping in Primark. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. Liam, Liam, was that was that filmed? Was that was that taped? Oh, please, that no, but I, oh god, I have so many memories from that night because I can remember we did a dress rehearsal and I um 
stepped off the back of the stage and completely shattered one of the lights. So half of the stage was just in darkness because of me. And it was also Incredible. at the time, can you remember when the Tic Tac adverts came out? When um, Shake your it, was all the, it was all the models backstage at Fashion Week and they had Tic Tacs. Yeah. So I bought a box of Tic Tacs to the fashion show because <laughs> I was like... Hello. <laughs> I mean, the fact people didn't know I was at least Bless a little bit on the spectrum heart. in terms of queerness is... I don't mean autism, I mean... Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Not the fucking... <laughs> Not the fucking... Oh, my God. I am so warm, it's unreal. I need to stop laughing. <laughs> God, we're, we're never get, having you guys yeah. back on. It's too much. It's too much. It's I just, too much. all I want to say to close that section off is Scrappy Doo. <laughs> May he die in hell. I, I didn't and... think it was clear what how, how you felt about Scrappy Doo. So if you could just, yeah, just reiterate. him. <laughs> and that song's amazing. And if mm-hmm. anyone doesn't know it, just listen to it, add it to all your playlists. And yeah. if you don't listen to it, then you're wrong. And if yep. there are any drag performers out there and you do perform this song, Please let me know where I can find you yes. so I can come and watch you because that would give me mm. so much lie. Yeah, that's such a good I'll song for drag again. as well. If I if I could be asked to do drag, I think that would be my number. I think we should do an event, Liam, because I mean I've got the box step and the tic tacs, so. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, too. <laughs> not to use your whole CV at one event. That's <laughs> <laughs> my resume. Liam Boxstep and I own Tic Tacs. <laughs> the B and Liam B is for Boxstep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. This is getting edited out, I swear. Okay. Uh, but so, moving on. Before we go, I have to talk about my favourite part of the movie, which is a true act of advocating for gay rights where... Um, Sarah oh, it's Michelle got Gellar. very serious. It's got very no, serious. No, okay, just, sorry. I, I bring you serious, yeah. This, <laughs> I don't. This, this, I don't know where I am. This true act of gay rights where, uh, wherein there is a scene where Sarah Michelle Gellar beats the absolute shit out of a oh. muscle gay. <laughs> now who's the damsel in distress? Me. Straight up. Yes. 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 <laughs> like this this well when she was in this film, she was at like the peak of her career. Peak she'd SMG. done she'd done Buffy, mm-hmm. Scream Two, I Know What You yeah. Did Last Summer, um Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Which if if anyone's listening and you haven't watched Cruel Intentions, I don't consider you a fan of this show. Um, <laughs> sort out your life. <laughs> um, but no, but she was at the peak of her career. And the fact is she was like, you know, because she could have, she could have, she's probably handed a thousand and one scripts at this point. Yep. And people were like, please be in our movie. And yep. the fact is she chose this one. I'm so grateful to whatever gay stars aligned that day. Um, <laughs> I just love her. And I, I spoke a lot about her on the last episode, the Buffy episode. But I honestly think she's truly one of the greatest actresses of our time. <laughs> I really do. So the second film, Monster oh. Unleashed. Oh. And absolutely, like, we talk about sequels not being as good as the original. I would say this is on par. Both of them are absolutely phenomenal films. Yep. Yeah. This, I mean, this completely just gave me everything I think I wanted out of a live action yeah. Scooby-Doo film and actually makes me gutted that there isn't a third one because I know, mm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just want a trilogy. Like, I would be happy them all getting back together now yeah, and me just too. being like, okay, 
mystery ink in like so many years what what's happened mm. but i just even from the opening that shot of like the warner brothers logo against the moon and the music starring oh. and that whole mm-hmm. title sequence i was just like jesus christ i mean to be fair i would have been what 11 at the time that this came out and i, I saw it at the cinemas as well like i think like you said kyle the, the bisexual in me was just like so mm-hmm. confused because mm-hmm. i do want to clarify i will refer to everyone every single person in these movies as someone i would like to sleep with yep. so if i'm yeah. talking about them no, even scooby-doo even listen in those listen, pink shoes you think i'm gonna back down wow but yeah i mean it's oh god incredible i mean the opening for me is just everything i I wanted it to be and i would definitely go to that exhibit if that existed a hundred percent yeah (laughs) for me i think this film firmly cemented my love of freddie prince jr because yes his skin looks so soft in this film (laughs) i I don't know what it is drop the routine i don't know what it is and it's a weird thing to like fix in on but Freddie Prince Jr.'s skin in this film is looks so soft <laughs> and so be. smooth. And, it's, be and because they've grown S&P. his hair. Yeah, Fred's got yeah. like a bit of a blowout in this one as well. Like he's let yeah. his hair grow a little bit. It's a little bit Ellen DeGeneres, but um <laughs> <laughs> but he still works it. And I just what I love about this film is like there is nobody in the world to portray a himbo as well as mm. Freddie Prince Jr. does. Mm. He mm. does it so perfectly, and Fred is the ultimate himbo if just, anyone has any oh. arguments just don't, don't <laughs> that's it you're, you're wrong you're, you're wrong out. essentially you're, you're wrong i just i love you know when they because obviously now they're like back together there is mm-hmm. like they're at peak mystery ink now as well i just love the little moments that they have with the fans on the way in so yeah. shaggy yeah. obviously smells the stoners um the <laughs> velma's greeted by is, is, it the, is it the dinkley brigade <laughs> All my lesbian friends from now on. <laughs> let's than, go, lesbians, let's yeah. go. <laughs> like, gay, gay men we have, is he a friend of Dorothy? And this yep. one we're like, are they a member of the Dinkley Brigade? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and can we also just talk about the fact that Daphne and Velma standing together are just the lesbian pride flag on uh-huh. essentially. Oh, it's are. just yeah. <laughs> if, if it reason, couldn't yeah. be more more obvious, they are but just I everything. Think, I think the second one is it's just Velma's film. I think this yeah, is definitely. just Velma's film completely. Yeah. I mean not to forget about Shaggy and title character Scooby Doo, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely it's about Velma it's like and her finding herself. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's kind of the two like they're both sort of like finding each other and also themselves as well yeah everyone here's the thing here's the tea is that when you grew up like you kind of sometimes i mean i know that i'm not saying i did but i know people (laughs) that i know did um people put like shaggy and velma together and then you grow up and you're like wait what that legit happens though in in a series and it's a more recent Mm -hmm. series but i think the producer of that series has then come out and said that in canon velma is a lesbian yeah, she's not, bi, yeah. She's, she's not bi she's not bi she is a lesbian and i think that series starts with her being in a relationship with shaggy and it yeah. being so uncomfortable that mm. that's kind of like you were saying her finding herself and realizing do you know what maybe men yeah. aren't for me <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe daphne maybe, maybe daphne yeah maybe um, Sarah Michelle Gellar. did you all see yourself in a character watching this so like i was always <laughs> uh, I was, I see, uh, 
Can you I'm... explain in? So, yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> balls deep. Balls deep in the pterodactyl, guys. <laughs> but I feel like... Gooby do. Like, if, wow. if we're going to do, like, rather than what's your zodiac sign, which Scooby-Doo character you in? So I'm, I feel like I'm a Daphne, and I always have done. <laughs> I, I get Daphne. that. I get that. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you look I'm great da- in purple. Uh, yeah, I'm a, Daphne, I'm a Daphne with a Fred rising. <laughs> or a Fred going down. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? What would you say? Uh, yeah, no, I would see myself in all of them. Um... <laughs> no, but which character do you identify with? <laughs> um, I'd, I'd probably... There's, um, I guess I'd probably be a bit of a shaggy, wouldn't I? I don't know. Probably... <laughs> Don't ask us. Always, <laughs> always under the influence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just smells like wet dog. Really yeah. hard. <laughs> Surrounded by dogs, <laughs> falling over a lot. Yeah, and my bitches. <laughs> see, I wouldn't see you as. I would see you more of like a maybe a, a Daphne, maybe. Okay. Oh, two oh, Daphnes. Okay. I can, I can vibe with that. <laughs> well, it's a bit high maintenance. Like in the best possible oh. way. <laughs> yeah. We, no, yeah. No, in a good way. We've you had saved like conversations. You saved <laughs> no, 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 in the best possible way. Like me and Carl have had conversations where like I'm basically just a slob and Carl wants better for himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> but like in the best possible way. So so who do you see yourself in? <laughs> Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to clarify. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. Actually, I see myself as Rowan Atkinson <laughs> yeah. from the first film. I don't know. I think I'd probably see myself in Velma, to be honest. I, I don't, you, I don't, you're a Velma for me. Yeah, I don't think I'm glamor- glamorous enough to be Daphne, even though I've got the box step and the Tic Tacs. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm definitely not glamorous enough to be Daphne, but Velma... Uh, I mean, me and my friend, we send voice notes to each other, and what absolutely gets me, and I mean, I was absolutely creasing um, last night when I was watching Monsters Unleashed, was the bit when she finds the scale... And then she's like, Secret hatch. The real pterodactyl ghost must have come through here. A reptilian scale. A most wonderful clue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I, it absolutely ruins me, that line. And I don't know why, but just her delivery is just everything. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Velma. Uh, I'd be happy to be Velma. Um, so what you're saying is just generally across the board if any of us radiated any kind of top energy to play Fred <laughs> we would have the whole Scooby-Doo Fred is not here. a top I don't think Fred is a top at all Fred is a bottom he Fred is, is a bottom he's got an ascot bottom. I got an ascot for each of you wait Daphne's wait. top I think Daphne's the top what? of course she is I mean, Fred's fully involved in the hanky code. He's wearing. Yeah, yeah. What does orange mean? D- yellow that's happy or. No, I think. I mean, no, no, yellow's piss. <laughs> <laughs> With it being orange, it's anything, anytime. <gasps> that's me, that's A Velma. Queen that fing <laughs> whore, Fred. Anything, he anytime. Just wants it in the Two, it's like having a job working 24 7 for two days on the trot i do want to point out if it's coral it means he likes his toes sucked so i would like to clarify please write in is fred's ascot more of an orange or a coral 
We'll do a poll on the internet. <laughs> James Gunn, when you're writing this character, did, did he want his toast sucked? <laughs> that is the intro to this episode, right? It's <laughs> asking that question. I do think, though, this, this film, in all seriousness, get lower the lights, we're getting serious again. Sorry. <laughs> um, it does ask a lot of questions about masculinity and femininity, relationships mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I think that's why I maybe enjoyed it a bit more than the first one because the first one's good silly fun but this i I suppose this one was literally as i was about to like go into puberty and be like okay adult liam is happening now yeah they were like asking questions i mean fred has that whole moment of like am i a wimp for talking about my feelings and oh it's just heartbreaking when he's laying there next to smg and you're like don't die it's honestly (laughs) it, it gave me flashbacks to toy story 3 when they're all going down in the frigging the yeah the, oh my <laughs> god i'm gonna start crying now just thinking about it to be honest um, but but i will say one character we've not mentioned who i probably see myself the most in who is an absolute icon is heather jasper howard heather jasper howard the grand opening of the new coolzonian criminology museum with our guests of honor the master detectives of mystery incorporated <laughs> <laughs> because you best believe I will be there and giving Daphne shit for losing my scoop. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I mean, yeah. if we're talking gay icons as well, yeah, like she is the one and only Alicia Silverstone. Yep. I just <laughs> these films are just incredible. Like we've got Cher from Clueless in this one, and it's like they they, they knew what they were doing for their they gay audience. Were. <laughs> they, 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 they really did. <laughs> Um, the hats off to them all. So, what I want to ask is, we're going to re reboot a Scooby Doo film. Um, <laughs> okay, we're going to redo it. Who would you cast now from like the pool of people that we have now? And I know that we could just get this cast back and they would kill it, but. If we were to go from now, what would we do? I think uh, we definitely need some more Jenna Ortega on stuff because she's been great in everything we've seen so far. The shade, the shade of it all. <laughs> that shade. Um, I, I don't know who I would cast in this, to be honest. Oh, okay. I, I'm so, going like, to let you guys I've, go first and I've, then I'll, I've, I'll come back. I've got, a, I've got a script already planned. So <laughs> He's prepared. He's prepared. So, by James Gunn they're, himself. They're there and they're going to unmask the killer. They take it off. It's Kelly Rowland. What kind of f- <laughs> she points- How did I not see this? <laughs> she points at Fred. Freddy! And what's he wearing already? A f- Christmas sweater. We- <laughs> right, reboot Scooby-Doo. Kelly Rowland's the main villain. Uh, let's just, you know what? Let's make it a crossover with Nightmare on Elm Street as well. <laughs> the villain looks like Kelly Rowland, and they take the mask off, and it's still Kelly Rowland. Yeah, yeah. that's what needs it's to Beyonce. happen. I'd love it. <laughs> it's Michelle. <laughs> if it's Michelle, they're like wrong one. <laughs> oh my god. Beyonce. <laughs> Oh Hell, my you god! Tell me, look like Shalissa. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's that? Me, Philip Shalissa. I'm here for it. Is that is that real? So, <laughs> so essentially, we're writing Freddy versus Jason versus Scooby Doo, yes. set in a set in a premiere in. Yeah, Kelly <laughs> yeah. Rowland and the rest of Destiny's Child. <laughs> yeah, who, who did we want to sponsor us, Liam? I think we wanted premier a sponsor. In. No, you. Daisy. You, <laughs> Daisy. you, you, you <laughs> Stop! Let it die. (laughs) Stop trying to make Premier in. (laughs) Premier in is not going to happen. 
I, but talking about masks, the mask figure was probably way too scary oh, oh. than it needed to be. <laughs> I like, when you said I mean, talking about masks, I was like, there's several in your them. area. <laughs> there are. Um, Elmer's yeah. the only mask in this film. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, that that character probably legitimately scared me quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. That was actually, it was quite scary. Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, definitely. To say uh, yeah, I, it, it was very much not scary compared to the costumes that were coming to life, it was somehow yeah. terrifying. I know we've already done the first film, but I would like to talk about this Art the Clown looking motherfucker from The Punisher. There is the <laughs> Luna Ghost at the start. Oh, yeah. With this pyromaniac. This awful banshee shriek thing <laughs> that starts off this children's movie. I don't mean to go back there, but like, I don't want to pass that up and say that that was horrific. I, oh, it I definitely thought that was. was scary. Definitely scary. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was not 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 good. I think it was scarier as well when you realised it was a small old man covered in helium balloons. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. which that was also terrifying. The scariest part of it is, is that the villain is always the white man. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, always yeah. a straight white man. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. See, if it wasn't for why, those meddling that's, kids, that's why Kelly Rowland would work perfectly. <laughs> You'd think it would be a scary old white man, but no, it's scary old Kelly Rowland. Well, scary spice, scary old white man. I think this film delivers an incredible red herring with mm. old man Wickles, who I think is just incredible in this film. I want to say I want his house. I want yeah, his collection of clues because he has a lot of great clues. I want his doorbell because who doesn't want a doorbell that just locks people away until seven o'clock? It's that f- just yeah that's that's i needed that back in the day when i was on grinder <laughs> they just pull the door you're like you don't look like your pictures down <laughs> you in the cage you twice. go <laughs> the first time they pull it you get the warning the second time you have to go so this is what i mean he, he's courteous by a doorbell. Mm-hmm. he's yeah. courteous he, he gives he gives them notice he tells them mm-hmm. what's what's up also then, kidnapped a them. small child <laughs> yep yep christians and a girl scout i think <laughs> yeah absolutely Matilda and the mormons <laughs> that freaking scene when they're in the hamster ball cage and daphne just saves the day oh brother the locks on a laser thumbprint scanner oh let me just get to my makeup yeah now you know what velma it's never too late to learn to properly apply makeup okay the last good thumbprint should still be there so a little blush a poor strip I enjoy being a girl. She does. These films were written for the gays. They really were. <laughs> they definitely they just were. Absolutely were. Well, thank you, James Gunn. You know. <laughs> That's it. It's like you see that he, the sort of shit he went on to go and do it. Like this is no. where he started. I'm like, get back to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please. We need more, less Chris Pratt, more this, please. <laughs> So I think I'd have someone play Fred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, back to, to the question. <laughs> yeah, who would we get to play these characters? I, I genuinely don't think they're replaceable. Who this this cast? I, I genuinely so don't think. Well, have you have you seen the recent live action no. version? <laughs> it's but no, it's <laughs> no, not that. Fred isn't even blonde. Oh, Fred what? isn't blonde. He's like dark brunette and played Why? by played by Robbie Amell. Who's that? He's like who? the guy who plays Arrow, Green Arrow, Is she? the hot uh, one, but his brother. 
<laughs> it just it just progressively got worse. <laughs> you know that guy? Yeah, he's related um, to that he's guy. In the, he plays the jock in the babysitter films. Uh, oh, oh yeah. okay, I can get behind they got, that. They got him to play Literally. Fred, but, but they didn't make I've... him blonde. What's the point? Yeah, I mean, he needs ugh. to be a blonde bimbo. Exactly. I mean, there's, yeah, there's trying to be original, but then some things you just shouldn't change. So I would cast Jacob and Lordy um, from Euphoria fame as Fred. Yeah. Uh, Mainly because that's that's going on in my fantasy right now. I mean, yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Let's just have a minute. (laughs) I'd really, I'd really struggle with Daphne. Like, I think out of, out of all of them, Daphne and Shaggy need to be cast perfectly. Like yeah. Fred, mm. in a nice way possible, Fred can be just a pretty boy who's got comedy chops. But well, I mean, have you have you seen any of the newer animated films? Because obviously we got uh, kind of going a bit off subject. Cause yeah, we're not because because I watched these, the one but... with Elvira in it. Yeah. obviously. I mean that was great. But did you watch mm-hmm. Scoob with Zac Efron, no, and Amanda I... Seyfried, and Mindy no, Kaling? No, I haven't and... watched it yet, and which is surprising because I'll. With it. No. I'll watch anything with Zac Efron in. It's not it. It's not the one. I mean, I think, actually, Zac Efron could potentially, maybe a few years ago, be a good Fred, potentially. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, could yeah. work. I see that. And, I mean, I thought that was great casting, voice casting. Amanda Seyfried, I don't really I don't really gel with that much. <laughs> I suppose th- I sp- we've got to talk about the cat suit, haven't we? I mean, oh I feel like God, that deserves a moment. Do. Because... Uh-huh. Oh I mean, like, can I ju- I'll just preface this. We don't, like, yes, we're objectifying all these people. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're, they're all very pretty. Okay. But <laughs> they, they, that scene was intentionally made to be yes. sexy. Like, even, as I said previously, even I was just like, am I gay? Am I a little gay boy? Um, the answer was yes, spoiler alert. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but this, this did make me feel things when afterwards you know you have the whole scene and then afterwards and she's sitting there and she's obviously in the van and she's mm-hmm. like oh really hot blah 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 right look she looks down her top and it's like oh my god i'm hot and then or, or hot and nervous you know what i mean and then when they come out of the museum she unzips the, ca- yeah. the, the suit <laughs> to reveal a thermal like sweater incredible like, oh, like, sweater yeah. and she's like oh so hot and it's like no wonder why, bitch! <laughs> what? Always prepared, always prepared. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, obviously, we get the whole scene with Daphne and her practically kissing and Daphne going, oh. you're afraid of intimacy. And I mean, that mm. was like, oh. they held that moment. A Gay. Little, yeah. <laughs> Gay? They did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. They, they were right there. Did. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I kind of, I almost felt like, you know, watching it, older because I, I watched it at the time where like like hormones were raging and I was definitely like you Liam I was kind of like yes I'm attracted to this I like this a lot <laughs> but like watching it now you, I kind of saw it as I don't know it was kind of sad almost in some ways like mm. because you could tell how uncomfortable she was yeah. um, and I know it was obviously played for laughs and stuff but I suppose if you do look at it with that lens of like who is she really? I mean, she has that line later on where uh, Shaggy and Scooby are sad that they're screw-ups and she's like, well, I've always wanted to be you guys because you're just so authentically yourselves and you're always yeah. who you want to be. I kind of, I suppose watching it older, it played out differently to me, but I was mm-hmm. very much still aroused. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm horny. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just um, need to get laid, guys. In, <laughs> I think in the scene, in the scene at the end, cool. though, do you know when they're all dancing at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like obviously you've got like you know Shaggy and Scooby just like grooving away, mm-hmm. and then obviously Fred and Daphne are like really romantic to each other and stuff like that, you know, and they're all being like. And then you kind of expect, obviously, because they've all coupled up at the end, you'd expect, you know, Velma and Seth Green to to be the same way. And they're not. They're, like, almost mates. And then there's a yeah. part of me that's going, did they, like, kind of hook up and then, like, realise that she didn't really enjoy it and then she's just, just mates with them? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. What's the I, here? Like, what's, what's the I think they left it open. I think, again, yeah. when, obviously, all this stuff's come out where James Gunn's kind of said, look, I wanted to make Velma gay. I wasn't allowed to make Velma gay, but if it had have gone this way, this is how it would have been. And he's even said himself, I think he was a bit pissed that they had to shoehorn this hetero romance into it at the, in, in the second film. And it does feel a little bit... Or, like kind of shoehorned in. I know that this is very much Velma's film, but I don't know. I'm glad that she realised she didn't need to be Catsuit Lady. It was mm-hmm. nice while it lasted. I love yeah. the fart jokes. I love the miscongeniality moment where she can't walk in heels. <laughs> but yeah, she she's just she's just her, and I'm glad it ends with her just being an absolute dope on the dance floor. I think that's quite yeah. nice. I, I what I love about these is because we we speak I, we speak a lot on this podcast about gateway horror mm. and it is if you do want to introduce young children to you know co- the concept of horror and we've spoken a lot about there are the rl stein goosebumps books there's the original scooby-doo tv show but i feel like this is in the vein of that because mm-hmm. as a kid it was all about scooby-doo the monsters the adams yeah. family and then when these films came out I was, it was like perfect i was like i'm on board and then it really opened my eyes to to finding out more yeah really no, cool. I, I know what you mean i mean kyle you spoke about having the action figures i mean i was pretty mm-hmm. much the same and you know to see these these monsters actually get brought to life and like them be decent like budget yeah. was yeah. spent on these monsters absolutely was one of the greatest things ever it was such a cool moment i thought as, as a kid did you make did you make any of the figures kiss I yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of just like raw plastic Self. on plastic, <laughs> smooth humps to smooth humps. <laughs> no, well, I had action figures from all kinds of different TV shows, so mm-hmm. like they were doing each other. Uh, Real beginning of the fan fiction in my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, the where... Red Power Ranger growing up had seen some mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Trust me, in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of her. It was just an orgy of TV shows. Films. Yeah, plastic. And, Lovely. Just, just, and I think that's the takeaway for everyone listening today. When in doubt, just, <laughs> just have an orgy with everyone you can find. You cannot run. You cannot hide. <laughs> but you're getting <laughs> bumped in the night. <laughs> yes, amazing. I feel like we've kind of said what we've got to say about this. So just, just like. F- watch these yeah. films guys yeah. <laughs> if, you, if nobody at home listening has watched these films uh one they've been spoiled for you but i feel like regardless of how many times you watch these films you always take something away from it i'm praying for the day that somebody does reboot these films and does have because um i'm a huge elvira fan she's like one yeah. of my heroes i would love to see live action elvira in a live action scooby-doo film it would just be perfect uh, it would it be would absolutely be, per- it works so well in that yeah, animated film that animated film is so good she's incredible yeah. show stopping piss on it 
shit on it. Never been um, done before. No. <laughs> Completely original. Club. Club. Another <laughs> club. <But. laughs> no sleep. No sleep. That's literally your life right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was just you traveling to Korea. Bus. <laughs> bus. No sleep. Oh. Bus. Another bus. Plane. No sleep. Shit. EF plane meal. You got quite gangster at the end of that. I don't know what happened, yeah. but I was quite scared. Well, that is the first yeah. time she has ever been described as that. I think, I think you said on the last episode, you were like, am I intimidating? And I was like, you don't sound intimidating, Kyle. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. That's fine. I'll make peace with that. I'm glad. And it just, it just means the pe- reason people don't approach me in bars is because I'm ugly. So. Oh. <laughs> no. It's not that, no, it's, it's the damn sorry, Kyle. Not the box there, but the tic tacs. I'm just going to say, we don't have ugly people on this podcast. No, we don't. So, <laughs> so. We have awful people on this podcast. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't allow it. If, if, if we have an ugly guest, I will make them turn their camera off. So. Yeah. No. We don't, don't even film them. <laughs> Booted, yeah. <laughs> So oh if you would God. like to be a guest on the show, <laughs> send a picture of your face to these guys and send a picture of your penis to me. Closing remarks. <laughs> I actually don't know where I've gone. <laughs> I think generally, I think it's really interesting that you've been talking a lot about like it being gateway horror because there were so many moments in this for me that I thought were horror related or reference horror mm-hmm. um specifically i remember um a demon bursting out of daphne's chest which i thought was like oh, really yeah, parallel yeah. to um aliens mm-hmm. the iconic scene from alien so just in a general closing remark just go watch the films because they're also really poorly rated which i think is ridiculous yeah i noticed that like what the <laughs> f- going on we were reading through some of them earlier and it said uh it made one of the reviews said it made Stuart little look like citizen kane or something now sit the <laughs> down sit right. down i need i need names i need addresses because i i hate Stuart little i hate Stuart little just, so yeah. much Someone I just, just want to say, if you don't, saving Private Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> even shaving if you Ryan's privates, <laughs> and there we are, there we are. Even private if you don't, Ryan. <laughs> if you even if you don't want to watch the uh, films, just go through the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes because they're great. And uh, if you want to see what it would look like if Daphne and Velma were together, I am aware of several porn parodies in which <laughs> yeah. that happens. So. I'm sure there's one with the cock destroyers, isn't there? I'm sure they are <laughs> they're like in full latex versions mm-hmm. of their outfits. Which uh, yeah. can we just, just take a moment of silence for Sophie Anderson's tip? <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. She does have a crowdfunder at the moment that you can go and check out and help her to reconstruct her tit. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway. (laughs) any closing remarks? I think for me, what I love about films like the Scooby-Doo films is more the comedy aspect. I think what Mm -hmm. makes a good like family-friendly movie, one that you can watch with your kids or with your parents or whatever, is is the comedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it's that, like, the two Scooby-Doo films have got really good comedy timing and they've mm-hmm. got those jokes that we didn't get as kids, but the parents yeah. did, the adults yeah. did. And so obviously as you grow up, you can then find those jokes funny. And I think it just means that it's like films that everybody can enjoy no matter no matter the age. And I just think that, yeah. And also it's nice as well because we were talking about the fashion earlier. 
in the first film but the is fashion it fashion and the <laughs> vibes it's very um the fashion it's fashion style it's fashion it's not box stepping honey <laughs> don't you um, come in for me <laughs> get your tic tacs ready um it's very sort of the first one is very like late 90s early 2000s which is obviously when it was written slash released but then the second one is like the clothes are very 60s the style is very 60s which is obviously based on the original cartoon but then obviously the technology is more like advanced and then you've obviously got like the scene with shaggy and scooby where they're dancing with it's just like that 70s clothes yeah so it's all very like all over the place so you can't really pinpoint like an exact time or almost location as well which mm-hmm. I quite like when they do because you can kind of it literally can be anywhere. It's timeless. Any yeah, yeah. It's timeless. Really exactly. Is. Yeah. I think that paired with a good script and good comedy just makes it for like a fun watch. Similar to Shrek. So if you haven't seen, <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> I'm joking. If you haven't you seen, see what I any... deal with on a regular recording. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you do it to be honest, Kyle. I I'm, feel I'm... like I'm a joy to work with. Yeah. <laughs> so go we'll... watch the films. We need to start this episode off with a drinking game. You do take a shot for every time Shrek is mentioned. <laughs> and yeah. if, you, if, you're at, if you're at this point in the show, we are sending an ambulance to your location. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're out. You're done for. Rest in peace. <laughs> so, Liam, if you would like to finish us off. Always. Always and forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I have so much love for these films. I think re-watching them, I didn't realise how much of an impact they probably had on me growing up and mm-hmm. how much, just how much joy they, they bring me. Like, they are so good. They have great songs, great fashion. I mean, we haven't even talked about Big Brothers being in, in the sequel. Oh, I mean, yeah, where course. are Big Brothers now? Oh, my days. <laughs> oh, they are performing at Pride festivals up and down the UK. Chesterfield Pride, they performed last year. I mean, yeah. We- well, we're going. Well, the, we're going. I I mainly went for the girls from Booty and Love because they did their own little bit. I saw Booty, Booty Love in Glasgow. Oh yeah. my god! Some kind of rush. Oh my <laughs> days! Now where is where is that? Where is that? See, that where would have been that? in the sequel. And I mean that yeah. that is my closing thoughts. Is I want a third one. I no offense, yeah. Liam. I don't want it rebooted. I know it was only a hypothetical, but I'm angry that you <laughs> even asked us. Kelly can still be in the. Kelly third can film. be in the in the third one because I know that the intention was that they were going to go to Scotland and I think yeah. Kelly Rowland doing a dodgy Scottish accent would Kelly McRowland McRowland Kelly McRowland she She's... sounds like a new thing at McDonald's <laughs> it's like... not a burger meal <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> oh my lord you should just burst out the box Freddy <laughs> Eddie hey it's me <laughs> yeah just with an awful accent um, no I mean I just I don't know I want more I want more of yeah. it I'd, I'd happily get a sequel I don't think any of these guys I mean they're all still in the game they're all still doing great stuff they've all aged like oh, the fine finest wines. of wine yeah mm-hmm. and, and also like Freddie and Sarah just being the complete ultimate couple goals for me yeah they oh I, I stalk their Instagram Constantly. Jesus Christ, same, mm-hmm. same. I, no, same. I would like to, before we close off, just send an official invite to them if they want to invite me into their love nest. Uh-huh. I Thrumple. will go willingly. Y'all Thrumple. need a dog? 
Yeah. I, <laughs> I will stay in the basement. <laughs> Just get Just me when you that. need me. I yeah. Do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so moving on swiftly. Moving on. But um, I'd really like us to get into our recommendations for this month. You know, if you are listening to this and you like hearing our recommendations, luckily the folks over at Bitchcraft and Faggotry have they rec for rec each episode. So you're no stranger to your recommendations. So if we could start off with you, Kyle, what have mm-hmm. you brought to the table this week? I have brought my, staying on theme, I've brought my favourite Scooby-Doo movie of all time, which is Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Fantastic. Um, yes. Brilliant film. Is <laughs> I remember just watching it as a kid and just being like, do you know, I mean, they get like sucked into video games and all that sort of stuff. They get to run about in video games, which as mm-hmm. a kid who also played video games, I was just like, this is peak cinema. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to hear about anything else. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and and yeah, it's just I think I should people should really with everything that goes on right now, not to make a serious twist out of it in true Kyle fashion, but with everything going on right now, just revisit your childhood, have some mm-hmm. fun, don't take things Absolutely. too seriously, and just enjoy enjoy a good movie and don't turn your nose up. Which is what I saw a lot in the reviews for these films is adults turning their nose up at a children's film. Yeah, yeah. get a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being like, this is far too childish. Like, just—it's for children. <laughs> so, while, we're, while we're on the subject of Cyber Chase, I used to play the PS One game of Scooby Doo and Cyber Chase religiously, and I was obsessed with the way that Shaggy runs in it. It used to annoy the shit out of me, but if you can find a clip on YouTube, just watch him run. It's so stupid, and it used to <laughs> and it used to wind me up as a kid. I'm like, go faster! If you weren't running like a dickhead, we'd be where we need to be right now. <laughs> I feel like this episode has been therapy for you, Liam, and you, Daisy, because you both yeah. just aired your Scooby-related trauma today. So progress. I feel now. Yeah. So <laughs> sleep now and be happy. Finally. <laughs> so Daisy, what 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 recommendation have you brought to the table? Um, I also have a, a, a Scoobit Doobit uh, film. It mm. is Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yes. Um, I was waiting it for it. Is. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to my, fr- my fans, my friends, my followers. Um, it is hands down, in my honest, humble, honest opinion, which is very humble, uh, the best cartoons Scooby Doo ever. It is so good it is great it's just got everything it's it's the outfits it's the like the music mm-hmm. the yes. song it's badass and i i it really it's is. one of those like it's just one of those films that i i had on dvd and i just watched over and over and over and over again and i used to do this thing when i was younger and i still do it now much to kyle's dismay where like i would watch <laughs> he's getting annoyed even doesn't matter where i would watch something <laughs> when i went to bed and i'd fall asleep and then obviously because it was a dvd the music from like the menu yeah it would just keep going and i used to watch that when i was a kid and so it would just be the music but i also the one that got kyle was um the red dwarf theme song oh no Uh, yeah and the goodies the goodies was the main one i used Mm. to watch that on repeat and it was just the same like goodies goody goody over and over and i remember (laughs) once middle of the night you just came in and turned it Enough. And I, I don't blame them. I got but past the point. I was like, <laughs> yeah, with peace and love, shut the. F- <laughs> so yeah, I used, to, I love you, so I used but... to do that with that film, and um, I I loved it so much. And um, yeah, I used to have like bunk beds, so I used to watch like Scooby Doo, Two Monsters Unleashed, and then also watch Zombie Island. 
and I was mm. on the top of my bunk bed and my brother would be like chilling in the bottom when he used to come into my room and just sort of stand there in the doorway. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, so that's what he would do. And then we would just watch Zombie Island. So key part of my childhood. So if you haven't watched it, don't know what you're doing with your life, grow up, watch it. Yeah. Peace and love. Yeah. yeah. Liam, how about you? Well, two two films. I'll start off with maybe because we're on the theme of like childhood films. I, I watched a film... Um, I watched these two films this last month and absolutely adored them for very different reasons. So first one I'll start with the kids film was Turning Red from Pixar. I um, absolutely adored it. I think it's by far one of my favourite Pixar films. It's obviously not horror related, but I feel Mm. like I can mention it because we're talking about a kids film today. Just the stuff it it tackles, Sandra Oh being one of the voices in it, I'm just... I'm just so down for it Um, so I don't want to spoil anything for you guys if you haven't seen it but it will change your world and your mind and the things it does for young people I think is incredible for an animated movie so watch it second film is very much of the horror variety and I believe it's now available on Disney Plus um, and it would be Fresh starring Sebastian Mm. Stan and Daisy Edgar Jones I believe I'm not reading this I know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) Daisy Edgar Jones (laughs) (laughs) I think I said that right Um, it's oh oh my god it's great I mean it's gorgeous to look at it's horrifying and makes you feel uncomfortable in the best ways Um, you might not like it Daisy if you don't really like gore Kyle you'll probably love it because boy it's disgusting (laughs) um My other half actually watched it before me and was like, this is vile <laughs> in places, but you'll love it. So we checked it out and then, yeah, it's it, it's incredible. It, I, I'm not going to give like too much away. Um, it just very much speaks on the horrors of women dating in this current mm-hmm. like kind of society and the way that men treat women. And then rug pull there's like a, a nice twist and it turns into a completely different movie. Um, and also Sebastian Stan. Oh yeah, yeah. We stand I'm, Sebastian. I was Stan. I was sold at Sebastian's <laughs> Yeah, he's he's just yeah. Yes. Chef's kiss. <laughs> um so I have bought two. I've bought a book and a film. I'm gonna start off with the film. You, you've bought a book. I have you never yeah. bring books to recommendations. <laughs> what? So the first uh thing is a book and it's Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost, mainly for the Hex Girls. Who, yes. Shout out the Hex Girls, the one of the greatest yeah. fictional bands ever created. <laughs> yeah. In the light, in the in the third film, I would have had the Hex Girls appearing in that as well. Yes, and they would have been played by everyone who played Josie and the Pussycats in the live action Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> film. <laughs> Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost, one of the best Scooby films ever. Uh, for my book this month. Uh, it's a book called Meddling Kids by yes. Edgar Can- yeah. yep. by Edgar Cantero. Um, it's a book that blends um, Scooby Doo with uh, Lovecraftian Cthulhu mythos. Right. Okay. Um, so it's a fun read. Um, it's about it's a coming of age. It's horrifying. It has some great twists and turns. Um, it really does tap into the vein of what if Scooby-Doo approach real horror? It has beautiful Mm. cover art and it's a really fun read. Um, If you want something that you don't really have to think about too much, it's just a fun book. It's quite a short book as well. The dog in it is, oh my God, I was rooting for the dog the whole time. (laughs) Yes. The humans humans could have done what they wanted, but um, 
I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I got stretch marks and a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Real bad. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge yeah. is the only other person that could play Daphne with Fender. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to put you both on the spot now. Every month we have a real-life horror story. Have you bought us a real-life horror story to tell us? Oh, Kyle's have, adjusting his glasses. Would you like to, I think he would definitely you like has to process the trauma in your sexual and romantic life? He, now's the time to do so. I have to like honestly think about it because this is the thing is, when you asked about it, I looked back over the sex I've had in my life. <laughs> the Chronicles. And, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I always have great sex. <laughs> so Good for like, you. Good so, for you. I mean, oh, okay. Maybe I could tell you the worst one. Yes. I'm going to go to the first before oh. I dim the lights. I'm sorry. Light but, the candles, dim the light lights, the- you're in for a treat. <laughs> Alexa, get ready, babe. <laughs> So, um, I, uh, this is the bit where that spooky music plays under it as well. Have I got oh, the spooky it is. music going right You've now? got yeah. the spooky music. There's no budget cuts on this show. <laughs> We've got you sorted. We spared no expense. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm 18 years old. Picture it. Me, but younger and, and happier. Um, <laughs> Not worn down by the world. <laughs> Not just exhausted. Um, <laughs> And uh, I, I, I'm speaking to this man, and it's maybe two o'clock in the morning, and he lives far away, and I don't drive. And he says to me, "Well, I can come pick you up because uh, where I'm from, like everything, the sort of cities are close together, maybe like ten minute drive." And um, he says to me, "All right, that's okay. Well, I'll just meet you at this place down the road, which down the road from me, because I lived on a country lane, was a graveyard. Oh, so <laughs> so me, eighteen years old, with this man who's." I don't remember what age, to be completely honest with you, but we can cut that. <laughs> should have known better. It's what we'll pop yeah, in there. Yeah, should have known better age. Um, <laughs> and I so I'm there at this graveyard at two o'clock in the morning. Barbecue sauce. I'm at it. I was sitting there. Ready. Just ready to be, you know, to, to way old. Yeah. <laughs> or killed. I'm just slaughtered. And this and man shows up with a shovel. In a clothes. My shows pussy up with a rake, mom. <laughs> he shows up in a white van. Oh. A white I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of turned on. <laughs> I'm still. Yeah, I'm still yeah, in. I'm still I'm, in. I'm, I'm let, I'll let you know when I tap the out. Tip, the typical, the typical, like stranger danger. Me, 18 years old, have to go through all these lessons. A man shows up in a white van at a graveyard at two o'clock and goes, "Hey, get in." And I go, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> so this dude takes me back to his house, and it's it's all right. It's kind of like this weird, like empty, empty flat-ish with like some furniture just looks very much like a single man kind of home no furniture so we get to the bedroom and he's like he's like a builder so he's got all this like work gear on so I sort of so so I I take it all off him why? (laughs) keep those work trousers on everything but the utility belt hadn't fully developed preferences oh okay, okay. so um i i i do my i do my thing 
and um, get 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 to the business of, of um, filleting said man. And um, I get maybe my shirt taken off, and he's already done and finished. So that I'm like, is so awful. <laughs> so he's just sort of lying there, and I'm like, okay, so you can take me home now. And then on the drive back, he takes me home. Um, and then on the drive back. Gives me a lecture about meeting strangers in public. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. He's like, I know you. Let that be a lesson to you. I mean, <laughs> I'm typical man. Anything <laughs> could have happened. Fuck it. The fing audacity of that. God. He's just sitting there like, yeah, you should be really careful with people you meet online. And I'm just like, my, your that <laughs> was just in my <laughs> And then your alert, sir. I'd be like, I'd be like, listen here, haunted hole. Like, you met me in a cemetery at 2am. We're not going to go around judging people. I would have just, yeah, fully pretended to be like an apparition or something at that point. I'd be like, you have to drop me off at the cemetery and then just disappear. <laughs> They were like, oh my god, was that guy alive? A white sheet on with two cut out holes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a ghost. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, Do let that be a lesson to you all. (laughs) Stranger danger is real, though. Stranger danger. (laughs) You're in danger, girl. I've walked so you could run. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) Well, what's worrying, though, is the fact that none of us tapped out. None of us tapped out. We were no. all, yeah. we were all there. <laughs> even, even, even after he was gone in sixty seconds, I was like, <laughs> I'm, 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 "What's next?" <laughs> so I have quite a lengthy story this mm. month. Uh, it's a submission uh, by a good friend of mine. You know who you are. I, d- I didn't ask if you wanted to remain anonymous. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to respect our friendship and just keep you anonymous for now. Um, we'll tag you. If well, you yeah. want to be we'll, um, we'll Photoshop you in a, in a scene that recreates this. So, the most recent episode of Grinder Horror Stories got me thinking about something that happened to me uh, while traveling. I wish I could say that I made even one part of this story up, but no, it's all true. I had just landed in New Orleans that day. Being three years sober, instead of going to clubs and bars on a night, I would go to a cinema. So after dropping my bag off at the hostel I was staying at, I decided to scope out the area and find the nearest cinema. During my walk around, I received a message on Grinder from an attractive tall gay man in his late 20s with dark hair. His message was rather innocent, asking me if I was free that evening, and after saying I was planning to see a film, he asked if he could join. Having had little social interaction the past week while travelling, I accepted and he picked me up at 8pm. Upon getting into the car, he expressed his hunger to get some chicken wings and claimed he knew the best place in town. He drove around for 50 minutes, eventually parking outside of a Hooters. 50 minutes? That's the best Five place. Five zero. 50. Yeah. So, parking outside. Done. I'm, yeah. I'm out. So, I was confused at this point why two gay men would go to Hooters. While in there, a woman in short shorts and tight crop top took us to our table at the front of the establishment, proceeding to put her leg up on the chair next to me whilst asking what I would like to drink, almost revealing her kebab. (laughs) (laughs) The grinder man managed to easily ignore all flirting the woman put on. 
um, all whilst devouring and tearing at his chicken wings. After finishing three plates of wings, he had food smeared on his face, which he did not wipe off for all of half an hour. This should have been my first hint of what else was to come. Oh. After going to a viewing of a late showing of Kingsman the Golden Circle, which is a horror story in itself, yeah, definitely. My, my date asked if I would go back to his, which I naively went along with. Upon arriving at his house, he opened the door, and what can only be described as an overpowering stench flew into my face. The house was disgusting. The grinder man waded through empty pizza box, ice cream tubs, and mold. Bags of rubbish and old electrical wires to sit on a stained brown sofa. He asked me to come sit next to him, moving some um, wrappers for a second seat. After politely declining, he asked if I could go to the freezer, as he had some Ben and Jerry's in there that we could share. I'm back in. <laughs> when I returned with the ice cream, he pulled out a spoon from between the sofa cushions. <laughs> no. See you later, fam. Bye. Instant, instantly repulsed, I decided I wouldn't be eating the ice cream. However, Grinderman had a different thing in mind. He asked me to feed the ice cream to him. At this point, I'm overwhelmed. I asked to go to the bathroom, partly so I can come up with a plan of how to leave. He tells me that the only bathroom in the house is an ensuite to his bedroom. I walk through his bedroom to see his bed. There was no bottom-fitted sheet, just a bare mattress, and the duvet was a door of the Explorer set. <laughs> I'm definitely back in. Can you, can you find the ice cream? Can you say red flags? So I, I soldier through to hide in the toilet to think, locking the door behind me. I look down at the toilet and there, square in front of me, is a huge log staring me straight in the face. Quicker than I've ever made any decision in my life, I marched out of the bathroom and asked the grinder man to take me back to my hostel. He asked why and I respond by saying I didn't realise the time and that if I stay out overnight my bag should be thrown out by hostel staff as they lock the door after a certain time. And so he drives me back to a clean, mould-free hostel. It's not over yet. Three days later, a hurricane is due to hit New Orleans. <laughs> No. <laughs> everything everything had shut and having never experienced a hurricane before i'm stuck with what to do so i stay in the hostel to stay safe my grinder pings just after a curfew is put into place it's the grinder man and he's asking if i want him to pick me up so i can stay with him for the night as his house is out of the hurricane's predicted path i did not reply i chose the potential death over dick <laughs> And that's your grinder horror story this month. What is with these people in these homes? Like, wh why? You didn't flush the toilet. That's <laughs> Clean it up. Disgusting. Yes, it was funny. Yes. Also, also, the grinder man is a great name for a horror movie icon. Yes. <laughs> Noting it down. <laughs> oh so, my lord. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, I would have tapped out, but then when the mention of Baron Jerry's was there, mm -hmm. I'd have been like, 
if it's chunky monkey i'm back in i would have i would have heard it and been like maybe i can fix him you know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> my toxic trait is thinking maybe i can fix this i can i can channel my inner kim woodburn <laughs> this isn't you, you this isn't you <laughs> chicken livered shits <laughs> Bell. start with me dear <laughs> It's just what gets me, the the bit that got me the most was like producing the spoon from the middle of the sofa cushions. Like how long has that been there? Also, like, is this like, like a go-to move? Is this just something he does? Some messed up blue Peter, here's what I made earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where's his badge? Lord. It's just yeah. the, the way that people are so creepy. Like obviously mm. this this probably won't make the cut. I mean it can if you want, but I had a guy that I met off of Tinder and we were literally were talking for like less than 24 hours. We had a bit brief chat and then we both went to work the next day and then in the evening I messaged him being like, hey, how was your day? He then proceeded to send me multiple messages of being like, oh, I was watching you dance this morning and pulled up a video that I had made two years prior from my Twitter that I had not given him. Dead ass, I, mean, I even, I have Mistura, the messages. I was he watching was like, you <laughs> dance this morning. Oh my God. So I'd, on that, my Twitter, and he was like, I put in Daisy actor Edinburgh and found it. And then he was like, um, I saw your dress up photos. And I was like, what the f*** is that? I don't have dress up photos. <laughs> you do like, now. You just stuck your head on someone else's body. He's <laughs> like, yeah. And then he went, he went, sorry if this is dead weird. And then went, was that too weird? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Was that too much? And then I, I responded in like the nicest way I could by basically being like, hey, we've literally known each other like hardly any time at all. Um, yeah, this is a bit weird. That's not right. She didn't do that. She sent him a video of expressive dance. <laughs> She's like, I'm you not interested. Yeah. <laughs> box stepping her way through that bitch. He then, look at that. Oh my God. For the listeners at home, there seems to be some sort of dissertation on Daisy's yeah. phone. <laughs> I swear, some of the texts include um, it wasn't meant to be taken in that way. I won't apologize, followed swiftly by, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, if, if men have one thing it is the f***ing audacity yeah. <laughs> he claimed to be a nice guy he was like only in 2021 uh... could such a thing be taken that way if anything it should be flattering that I wanted to find out more about you oh yeah and I'm I was flattered excited about the other stuff I but if you want to bowl me to the gutter for being enthusiastic go ahead I mean it takes two clicks to find you but if you prefer guys to be cold if that's what you're into then whatever romance is dead and I was like block <laughs> and I'm like I just want a, a, a little PSA for anyone who's listening <laughs> who thinks that that is the right behaviour mm-hmm. it's not and if you do that um, you're a f- weirdo <laughs> and we, you will be called out on podcasts like this <laughs> and yes, f- well- from Tinder <laughs> if you're listening you, you weirdo. I mean, let's be honest, he definitely is listening. He's keeping up with Probably. all of your projects. He's actually in Korea. I was going to say, he's, he's on he's the plane to Korea you. right he's now. Behind <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it's, the podcast takes a turn. Jeez. Yeah. Well, wow. I have had an absolute ball of a time. So yeah, thank same. you both so much for coming on. Um, if you want to, you know, 
quickly shout out all of your socials, where to find you both. Uh, I'll just start it off by saying, if you aren't listening to the Bitchcraft and Faggotry podcast, you're only getting half the story. Um, <laughs> you need to- <laughs> I was literally going to say that earlier. I was yeah. thinking, how can I say this on the, on the bus yeah. on the way home? I was thinking, yeah, untucked. I'm going to go with yeah. untucked. But <laughs> honestly, I really love listening to you both. You like yeah, make same. me laugh and also make me think at the same time. Um, not many people get to do that. So congrats. I love what you do. So yeah, I'll take I'll plug it over it to up. you both. Plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess we should start by saying thank you so much for having us. Like we're thank what you. like like we weren't even. I mean, we maybe introduced like maybe two, two, three episodes before you asked us to do this. So yeah, um, that's a lot of faith to put in us as a as a small podcast. So I do actually want to say thank you to both of you for that because um, you're welcome. We yeah. don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very clear by our just everything that we don't know. Shrek and Premiere. It's about unless it's about Premiere and Shrek. And like I hate Scrappy Doo. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you can find us everywhere uh, at the BNF pod on Instagram. Uh, and that's that's got a link tree that just shows you everything that we do, everywhere we post, things that we talk about. Uh, it's really all on Instagram. So You can uh, find Daisy's Twitter at, if you just search Daisy. <laughs> Daisy at Daisy 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 Edinburgh. Clicks. <laughs> clicks. Takes two clicks, So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's 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 us. It. If you are, if you enjoyed <laughs> what? this, the chaos that we have brought to this space that was once good, um, it is a old maiden type of podcast. N- never again. Um, <laughs> yeah. We are an old maiden type of podcast. And yeah, if that's um, the kind of thing you vibe with. Someone told us several times. <laughs> and can, 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 I want to pause for a moment. That is modern art. <laughs> <laughs> Pollard. The, the, but my favourite thing is the way she says, I would pretty much let Gemma know she is a fat c- and the shoes that she wore were not they were an old maiden, old maiden type, type of shoes if I ever get back into my directing gig and I need people to audition for me that's how I'm going to get people to audition for me can you please, can you please read this monologue a dramatic reading of <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Pollard pretty I would much, pretty much I like would let. to let Gemma know <laughs> lights down and I'd be like that's good but I wasn't really feeling it um, sort of cold watch could you, could you try that in maybe a Russian accent <laughs> pretty much I would let Gemma know <laughs> <laughs> Oh. They were an old maiden type of shoe. <laughs> <laughs> can we put so this on your show reel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of social media, this month you have all been treated to an absolute divine little snack. We have launched our fantastic Instagram page. Me and Liam um, got together and did a cute little photo shoot. So you can go and check that out where I look like the skinniest of legends. Thanks skinny, to skinny legend. Wonder of editing and good lighting. So um, yeah, girls, you two are getting to see what we really look like. And then you'll see us on Instagram and you'll be like, who are those guys? Because we did girls. not see those people. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of Scooby Doo? <laughs> if it wasn't for those ugly kids no, I promise we will like and share because that is what true girl bosses do in solidarity yeah. the girls not a pyramid scheme 
<laughs> I mean, we are the definition of gaslight with those photos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next next month's grinder horror story just needs to be our pictures because catfish is. <laughs> I mean, is, speak is the for fish yourself. Of the day. <laughs> I'm speaking for myself. Like that is me. Like the pictures I post on my Instagram are like fairly. I would say fairly decent, mm-hmm. and then it's me turn up looking like the. F- like <laughs> Miss Trunchbull, <laughs> I'm just there. On, the I'm just there on Facetune, just like smooth, smooth, <laughs> smooth. <laughs> Honestly, if, if Liam turns sideways in these pictures, he'd just disappear. <laughs> he's, skinny, he's, that skinny. Yeah. he's skinny. He's skinny. <laughs> I'm too skinny and petite. I might float away. <laughs> <laughs> So if you want to join us next month, we will be discussing the 1963 original, The Haunting, and we will be with Craig Fisher, who will be joining us and talking all things gay. We haven't done classic yet. We haven't. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a throwback mm. in time. Oh, yeah. insert Kylie clip here. That was so gay. I'm never doing that again. Um, <laughs> Wow. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Um, yeah, no, I'm very much looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a very spooky episode. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for, for joining yeah, us on this episode. It's been, it's been amazing. I don't think, I literally feel like I'm about to die because I've laughed so much. So thank you. <laughs> I hope people at home have laughed as much. Um, but and yeah, we, yeah. like, and I'm just speaking us into existence. We need to come on to yours at some time because yes. I'd love to just shoot the shit again. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Please. Yeah, we'd love please. to. Love to. We should do it. Yeah, we should just do a horror films in general episode. Uh, yeah, with you guys as cool. our theme, and aim to talk about it as we do with every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and just not talk yeah, about it. <laughs> I 100% am down for getting absolutely blind drunk while we're doing it as well. I'm yes. just going to put that out there. So that'll be an experience Damn. for us. So yeah, I guess the only thing left to say then is uh, goodbye. We'll see you next month. And if you guys want to sign us off, that would be absolutely great. So until next time, remember that closets were not made for people. They were made for monsters and babysitter killers. (laughs) I know you guys say, oh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Great. Thank you. to a podcast on the Super Freak Media Podcast Network. To show your support, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And you can find us on social media in the links in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening.